Hello and welcome back to Sea Red UK, where quite simply, it's a Chicago Bulls thing. Whenever you're listening, it's available. Rate, review, subscribe, helps us out and ensures you don't miss another episode. I'm Matt, and as usual, joined by Neil. How are we doing, Neil? I'm good, Matt. Thank you very much. Uh, bit different tonight. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. Um, if you listen on in, in, in on the audio version, uh, you will know that we're on YouTube doing this as well, as we've decided to launch a YouTube channel and obviously video podcasts in the process. And this is the first one. So if you are on the audio, head to Red UK on YouTube and subscribe and give the videos a watch as well. Because you get to see our beautiful faces. <laughs> now, obviously the reason behind it is, as we say, with everything we launch, we're trying to keep up with things and keep ahead of the game sort of thing. And we've been to and fro on this idea, aren't we, for a while? Yeah, this one's gone back and forth probably for about a year. Yeah, well, the podcast itself has been going... 11 months now and I think for about 10 months of that we've shall we do yeah we'll do it no we won't yeah we'll do it no we won't and we decided to take the plunge and we're doing it so this is the first one obviously you put the little uh, teaser out before um, but this is the first proper episode yes and obviously moving forward the podcasts will be done like this they'll still be available on Spotify Apple, wherever you're listening, um, none of that changes. It just gives us a more personal approach, I guess, you know, to see each other. Yeah, like you say, you know, we've been doing it in opposite countries. Like I'm living in Ireland, you're living in England. So we, we've done this for a long time and we've only ever met once. So to be able to do it and actually see each other while we're doing it, I think it's going to add a whole new element to it and see how it goes, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. I mean, the only thing is, it means I have to wear clothes now when I'm talking to you. I'm quite disturbed by the fact that maybe you weren't before. (laughs) (laughs) Never know. (laughs) I'll never know. But, yeah, um, there will be, if we get it, other content going on YouTube as well. Um, Maybe like one-man videos if there's some breaking news that we can't get together for. But then the links will always be shared on, on the socials so you don't miss episode basically or video um obviously like i say the the audio version will stay the same we'll be covering content might not always be a video one to go with it as the season approaches it's all time depending in it so yeah but yeah for now like i say go follow us on or subscribe on youtube and yeah, that's where we're going to be. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we have a guest list waiting and helps with that as well. But there will be the option if you don't want, if you want to come on with us, but you don't want to be on video, then we can just do audio. Hang on, hang on a minute. Don't give them the option. <laughs> no, 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 no. And anyone that's agreed to go on the audio, that's it now. You, you, you're, you're down. You've got to be here for the video. Full stop. That's it. No, no choice. No choice. No, oh. obviously I'm joking. If you're not comfortable being on video, we'll figure something out. But yeah. Yeah. Um, there was, the website's been updated as well to include all the links and our profiles have been updated. You know, Neil's now the YouTube channel manager on there. Um, 
and this is his his baby. So any issues, go to him, not me, because um, slopey shoulders. Um, yeah, trying to get everyone to take over my work at the minute. Great, that that's fine. Yeah, and also with that as well, don't just come to me with abuse. If you've got anything that you can give me, like any hints or tips, with because I'm a bit of a novice. Um, I'm just figuring out as we go. I'm sure it'll improve as we go, uh, episode by episode. Hopefully, anyway. Yeah. So I've got nothing else on on the YouTube launch. Don't know if you are. No, uh, nothing. Nothing for now. Like we say, it's going to keep pumping out there. And um, when we have our first video guest, I'm sure we'll let you know, and and uh, we'll get somebody on here with us as well. Yeah, and and moving on to the sort of the episode itself. This is obviously our. Well, it's our first YouTube on our own. We have been on a couple of other video podcasts, which kind of give us a little bit of confidence, shall we say, um, to do it ourselves. Um, if you've missed it, on Tuesday we went on um, the No Bull podcast with Jimmy from UK Chicago Bulls. Yep. Um, that was video. And obviously, the audio's out there. You know, go go to his pages or whatever to see it. He's got all the links. Um, and obviously that was just a way of sort of burying the hatchet a little bit mm-hmm. while he was going on there and moving on. For anybody who's seen anything that happened a few months back between us, um, it's gone out. Um, but yeah, it, it, that is sort of trying to bring the UK community closer together and work together a little bit and see how it goes with all that. So yeah. Onto the Bulls content. My lights are doing very well, which isn't very good for video, is it? <laughs> it's not great for video, but maybe some people might be happier about the fact that you're in the shadows now. I don't know. Yeah. Um, obviously, as anyone can see, I'm in my truck as usual, and the lights are fantastic. But yeah, um, first thing I wanted to touch on was the workout videos that are obviously doing the rounds, um, mainly from us on Twitter. Um, now, obviously, a lot of people seem quite positive about the workout videos, and then you get the odd comments of "it's a basketball player playing basketball." What's what is it to like about it, sort of thing? But personally, I like to see them mainly because it gives you content to share and to talk about, and uh, you know, and I understand you're not seeing the full what they're working on the full you know what new things they're working on and um stuff like that but you do also get a kind of insight into what they are trying to improve on and obviously there's certain Bulls players who are working out a lot more a minute than others and mm-hmm. um let's say you can't take too much from them because they're not going to show you everything in it you know so that when you see all the negative comments like uh, DeMar DeRozan needs to be working on his three-point shot. Like, do you not think that's what he is doing, but just not on video? If, you know, he, he was working on every aspect of his game or whatever. So, it's just, yeah, you know, so I, I'll continue to share them on the socials for people that do like to see them. Um, there's been plenty out there at the minute. There's, mm. I mean, Carlick Jones is someone we're going to talk about in a minute, but he's certainly working, putting in a lot of effort. Been Dale and Terry. Obviously, he's been seen working with Johnny Dribble too much, the trainer responsible for Demar and Kobe last year. Mm-hmm. Um, Kobe has been seen working out 
latest one dropped this morning for us at I think it was about four o'clock I put it out on the socials. Um IO's had a couple and Andre Drummond again that we'll get into later on. So there's and Demar as well. I forget Demar oh, and Caruso. So yeah, there's quite a list of Bulls players there that are doing it, or at least putting the content out there anyway. Mm-hmm. And I mean, before we get into the Carlett Jones, I don't know what your take on the workout videos is. Yeah, no, it's just nice to see Bulls players playing basketball, I guess. You know, um, like you say, there's only so much you can take out of it. Um, you're only seeing a small snippet of what they're actually doing. Um, but it, it's it's good to see that they're back in putting the graft in and, and whether they're players that are going to still be in a Bulls jersey come the start of the season. Um We'll we'll see as time rolls on, but um, it's still it's good to see them out there and and practicing and training and and getting ready. Yeah, and I mean, it's not just a case of sharing the video as such. I try to put um, some sort of an opinion across with it, and also gauge other people's opinion by doing polls and stuff like that. Which obviously the polls are closed now, but if you went and checked them out on the socials, there's been ones of. Do you, want, do you want to see Carlett Jones back? Do you think Kobe White's going to be starting hard? And it's amazing how people's opinions are changing the more they see, especially mm-hmm. on DeMar DeRozan, because I put one on the other day about, do you want to see DeMar traded? Or, or would you keep DeMar or trade him? And it was actually 53% keep. So, I mean, I don't know what the numbers was that voted. don't know who it is that's voting. Everything seems to be switching. Do you know what I mean? And yeah, um, it's yeah. It's, to me, it's just a way of getting people's opinions. And the one person that I wanted to talk about out of them all was Carlick Jones because he's probably put the most workout videos out there. And from another comment I did mention was it seems to be players who are trying to work towards something that seem to be putting the videos out at the minute. Mm-hmm. players who are fighting for a contract um, you know like maybe to even try and keep the place at Bulls if that's what they're trying to do you know someone like Demar or whatever um, but yeah Carlett Jones the question that I raised with that was do you see him being on in on Bulls next year and will he crack the rotation so yeah see you a question yeah. Um yeah. I I I I don't know it's a tough one. See Carlick Jones obviously thrived in the G League. I mean, you know, he, he didn't get MVP for no reason. But the big question mark seems to be will that transfer across to the big boy uh, league, you know? And I mean look, skill is skill and talent is talent. But the problem is that the game is very different once you step up to the NBA. It's a lot faster. The players are a lot bigger and and more athletic. And you're playing a hell of a lot more games. And I think the big concern that people have is the fact that he's not really technically an NBA-type body. He's not tall enough in a lot of people's um, opinions, I guess. But, I mean, if the guy can shoot and the guy can handle the ball and the guy can pass the ball, he doesn't need to get too close to people, right? So yeah. let's give give him a crack at a whip. I'd like to see what he can do. And I mean, I'm all for giving somebody a chance. You can always do something with him then maybe further down 
the road as the season starts. But I think give them a chance, give them a go and see see how it pans out. I mean, at the end of the day, we need cheap role players, right? Yeah, that's where I was going to go with it is, you know, there's been various posts put out. I've seen one Will got to leave and it, it's not good reading, you know, where he's broke down the cap and the sort of money that's likely to be available. Yeah. Depending which way Bulls go with it. Um, and I, I mean, I ain't got it in front of me, so I can't read it all out, but it wasn't good reading. Mm. Um, and obviously, we've got options with like Carly and Marco, nobody knows who he is, but um, <laughs> about waving them by certain days and stuff, or dates and stuff like that. But like you say, we're going to need end of bench players, we're going to yeah. need, and they need to be cheap, yeah. you know, and obviously, he's already got. The contract there um, that they signed him to last year is obviously non guaranteed, and it's only a small, small amount. Mm. I don't know how it works with him going on to a two way, so he can go down to Windy City because obviously he signed it and then went straight back to Windy City last year. So I don't know if that's an option because obviously you can have three two ways this year as well, can't you? Yeah. Um, but I think if he signed a the contract, I don't know if you can still go down to Windy City to get game time or what. Um, but for me personally, I'd have him as an end of bench guy. Personally, don't think he'd break the rotation unless injuries or you know garbage time like he did last year. It then because who's going to take minutes off? That's the thing, isn't it? I mean. I guess the only thing is, hope I don't really want to think about the injury route because we've had enough of that. But in regards to garbage time, I mean, this is where these guys need to really take their moment. And, you know, if you're only going to get two or three minutes at the end of a game when the game's already over one way or another, that's where you have to make an impact in a very short period of time. So you have to be, you know, like we said about DJJ last season, you have to be ever ready. And I'm kind of hoping that, any of these guys that do end up on the end of the bench, whether it's Carlick or Dalen or whoever, that they do take their opportunity and make their mark and force Billy's hand a little bit to play people a little bit more than he did maybe last year. And I hope Billy's more open to doing that because at the end of the day, it's the development of these younger, cheaper players is the future of the Bulls. You know, the, the top end of the Bulls at the moment, they're all ageing players and we need to start bringing some of the youth through and look at a future that way because we can't afford to go out and and buy players wherever, or get players on a, on a high contract from wherever they are. Yeah, so I mean, personally, <clears throat> if he's back, I'm not really bothered. If he's not, I'm not really bothered. I'd just like to see who they are going to bring in at that end of bench position because you've got obviously Justin Lewis is due yeah. back, probably on a two way, so you can get uh, obviously NBA ready. Um. I liked Terry Taylor last year mm. and I think he could be a good end of bench option. Yeah. And you don't even have to send him down to Windy City because I think he's not necessarily NBA ready but he can come in and play. And he's well built. Like, you know, he's going to be able to take the physicality of the NBA, I think. Yeah. And obviously he's played NBA games with um, Indiana before mm-hmm. as well as obviously the little games that he had for us last year. So I think there's already options within the team as well for them end of bench players. But this is AK and nobody knows what he's going to do. Yeah, plus they're not necessarily ideal. 
players, but they're players. And at the moment, we can't be too picky as far as I can see. Yeah, I mean, my problem is I end up rooting for them sort of players. Yeah, they're your kind of players, right? Yeah, exactly. I, I like the underdog, so I'm I'm really rooting for Justin Lewis at the minute. I really hope he, he does come come yeah. good. Yeah, and I, Ted I, I like... Go on. And Terry Taylor's falling into that bracket if he comes back as well, you know. So, yeah, no, I'm I'm rooting for Justin as well. I, I I like what I see. I like what we saw in the summer league before he got injured, and um, I'm really really hoping that he could end up being a little bit of a you know uh, something out of nothing type player for us. Yeah, I know. I know. Big Dave's rooting for him on CHGO as well. I'm a big mm. fan of him. Um, he's kind of driving that train again. <laughs> and he, like he did he was, with Kobe. Yeah, and I I was on it from the start with him. Um, yeah. So there you go. Most improved player next year, Justin Lewis. <laughs> Edit here for early. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, that that's pretty much it for the workout videos and the players we've seen on them. Like I say, I will keep posting them. Um and I will keep trying to gauge people's opinions. You know, so Keep an eye out for them. We, like I say, tend to drop them first a lot of the time. Um, so yeah. Next thing I just wanted to touch on, um, the it was from Keith Smith at well, at Keith Smith NBA dropped a little article about the was it the twenty twenty draft class being eligible for the extensions. Um, and obviously, P. Will falls into that category. Yeah. Uh, they can be extended, or they can talk about their extensions, like now, can't they? I think mm-hmm. that's what the thing was. And obviously, he broke down players he thinks from that draft class are going to get their extensions. Um, I think there's only 10 out of the 30 or something like that. Yeah. And P. Will was one of the 10. And the. Obviously, the CBA is all changing, so they can now get a five-year deal. Mm. The cap's changing all the time, so when they put the money out there, the percentage of the cap isn't quite what it would be now, if that makes sense. Mm. can't remember the exact numbers, but the, the number on the deal that he put across and I then put out onto, like as a poll on Twitter as well, was $100 million. Obviously, twenty million a year over five years. So the question was, would you offer that to P. Will? Right, you know me. Um, yeah, <laughs> you so know he's my guy. Um, so before I let you unload on that one, because I know yeah. you probably have quite a lot to say. It was varied in people's opinions. Uh-huh. I expected. Obviously, it's not a guarantee that that's the money that he'd get either. Yeah. Um, but I think majority went with yes. I can't remember the exact number. I think it was like seventy odd percent said yes. They've given me. <clears throat> now, my opinion before I let you get in, like everyone, anyone who listens to this regularly knows, I'm not out on him, but I'm not high on him like every everybody else or majority of Bulls Nation. Um, and I kind of broke it down a little bit. And it's like, is he worth hundred million? At the minute, no. Is he worth twenty million a year? At the minute, 
No. But in year two of that contract, could he be worth 20 million a year? And that's where, to me, you have to offer him a deal like that mm-hmm. and a deal of that length because we don't want to be in a situation where we're letting him test the market, looking at a possible sign and trade, and then he goes off to Utah and becomes the most improved player in the NBA. We know that tale all too well. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you, you don't offer a deal on potential. That's, you know, you, you kind of potentially tying yourself into something you don't want to be tied into. But then you've also got to offer the deal on potential because he could end up walking away and developing somewhere else. Right. So, I mean, I think, I believe he's got one year left on his current deal. Yeah. Goes up to, is it like nine million this year or for next year? Something like that. And then that's when the extension would kick in. So that you got potentially another six years of him. And it'll be, what, 21 by then? Forever 21, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so like I say, for me, you have to give him that sort of a deal. And if it doesn't work out with him, at least you've got the value on him to be able to trade it. Yeah. So, over to you. Yeah, well, look, I don't disagree with a lot of what you've said, which might surprise you slightly. I agree. Um, he's he's probably not worth a hundred million right now. He, he's not. Yeah. And like you say, breaking that down over five years, my dog just died. Breaking that down over, over five years, that's twenty million per year. It's even hard to argue that he's worth that right now. But could he be worth that? And I think not only could he be worth that. But by the time you've got to year three, year four, year five, and like you're saying, even year six, by the time you're getting down the road, if he even gets close to the potential that so many people, including Bulls management and other people around the league, seem to seem to see in him, all of a sudden that that becomes a steal. Mm. And and that's what I think will happen. I genuinely think that we're getting now at that deal and everybody will complain about it. And then in a couple of years' time, we'll be looking back at it and going, we've got this guy locked in for very low um, contract value. Yeah. What you, in comparison to what you're getting out of him for what you're paying him over the course of the five and, as you say, six years. And if it doesn't work out, if he doesn't you know, develop into this player or even close to this player, it's still going to be a relatively cheap contract with value and he'll still have age behind him because he's only 21, in order to <laughs> move that contract along. And I think that it has to, has to, you have to do it. You have to do it. Yeah. Um, it. It just has too much upside compared to what you could lose out on and how much you could be kicking yourself in two or three years' time if you don't do it. Yeah, and the big thing is, is, is AK's guy. Yeah. So at some point they are going to look to not necessarily build the team around him, but he's going to be an important part oh, of yeah. the team. And like I say, even if he does become that that Luol Deng type 
player that I kind of think that's maybe his his ceiling. Twenty million, happy with that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that to me, that's a twenty million player. Right. The, and, and... the, the twenty million player we've got at the minute is rehabbing. <laughs> at least we've got eighty-two out of P. Will when he's not got a broken wrist or something close, anyway. <laughs> um, yeah. I was going to say something else and I forgot what it was. But um, the other thing I suppose with, with P-Will is I think P-Will really hits his stride and we've discussed this before, but I really think P-Will hits his stride when he doesn't feel as low down in the pecking order, I think. And when you put in DeMar in there and the ball is predominantly in DeMar's hands or you've got then Zach and the ball is in his hands when DeMar isn't on the court, you're finally getting the ball is is moving down closer to P-Will because we've seen P-Will when he has the ball in his hands, when he's the one making, creating a break or he's actually getting involved. I mean, he's well able and that's the side of him we need to see develop. That's the side of him we need to see flourish. And I don't think that's going to happen whilst, as much as I love him and love what he's done for the balls, whilst Damar is there, I don't think we really get to see the real P-Will until... Demar is off off the team, unfortunately. Yeah, and um, we've we've said that before. Yeah. So yeah, um, and the the last thing I wanted to touch on is kind of contracts again, and it's Andre Drummond. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, he was on a podcast earlier this week with I believe it's an ex NFL player, um, down in Miami where he's, he lives and stuff like that. Um, it sounds like they're a pretty decent setup actually. From They've got a court, medical facilities and stuff like that. And then in a different room, they've got where they do the podcast. Uh, it's the I Am I Am Athlete podcast. Mm-hmm. First time I've ever listened to it. Probably the only time I've ever listened to it, to be fair. But yeah, obviously Drummond was on it. And one of the first things he mentioned or was asked was about his contract for next year. And obviously he said he's happy in Chicago, plans to opt in. Um, And look, obviously just because he's opting in doesn't mean he's going to be back. Because he could become trade bait, Mm -hmm. potentially. Um, I mean, obviously further down the episode, he gets asked again and he's a bit more sheepish about it, but still says he likes being in, in Chicago. Um. And for me, I hope he is back. You know, it, it, it took his player, or it says he's going to take his player option, which means he's not been sh- uh, shopping himself around mm-hmm. because he could have quite easily gone and got more than, I think it was it, three point something million he's on the year. Yeah. To me, he could quite easily get a lot more than that because to me, he's one of, if not the best backup big in the league as long as he's allowed to play yeah and that's that's the problem with him is Billy going to play him um, you know so to me it's, I hope he is back because as we say hashtag embrace the chaos embrace the chaos you know and it's I mean we put a like obviously, let's say he's been doing putting workout videos out there as well, and mm-hmm. quite a long one as well. And he looked 
but he looked brilliant in it, as everyone tends to do in a World Cup video. You know, he was hitting his threes, which we saw in pre-season and then didn't see all year. Um, he was hitting free throws, which... <laughs> that is a marked improvement. But <laughs> <laughs> like it is a two-second clip. Anyone can hit a free throw in two seconds. <laughs> um, it doesn't show you how many you missed before it or after. Yeah, right. He was two for 40. He only showed the, the two he hit. He's getting to the rim. He's bullying people. He's, you know, he's just the Drummond that you see. And to me, if you're not entertained by a player like that, I don't know what you're watching. Mm. You know, and because people put on the workout videos that I put is, I never want to see him Euro stepping his way to the rim and stuff like that again. And it's like, that's Drummond. That's, yeah. that's what you're getting with him. And I obviously replied with that gif of, are you not entertained? And it's like, you know, I want to see that sort of entertaining basketball. Because to me, it, it amazes me when a big man does that sort of stuff. Yeah. And people say that he hasn't got a place in the game now because he's a an old school or an old style big man, you know what I mean? And yeah, it doesn't always work. And yeah, he can foul out. But when he's on his game, what a rebound a minute, if not more. Yeah, that, he must he must average a rebound a minute or close to a rebound a yeah. minute. And if you give him minutes, he's gonna get you a double double off the bench. You know, and I think it can potentially link up quite well with somebody like Kobe off the bench. Yeah. Um, possibly Ayo, if they get that connection there. Because I think he's that sort of player that once he's got a connection, like the Drummich connection we saw last year, right. he's pretty much unstoppable when he's around the rim. Yeah. As long as that player who's passing the ball understands him as well. Exactly. So, for me... I want to see him back and I hope they're not going to use him as trade bait. Yeah, no, I'd like to see him back too. I really kind of uh, took to him uh, last season and really got a good kick out of the way he plays most of the time. Um, <laughs> you do, unfortunately, with a player like Drummond, you kind of have to accept the bad with the good and just hope that you get more of the good and less of the bad. But then that comes down to Billy. Again, he needs to know and read um, Drummond's game and though, okay, it's getting to that stage now where we need to take him out for a little bit, sit him down, set him down before we can put him back in again. But what Billy was tending to do was he was sitting him down and then not putting him back in again at all. And and I think he just needs a reset and back out again as opposed to, right, you're benched now. Um, that doesn't seem to, to really work with the way Drummond plays, I don't think, anyway. Uh, and then benching him for two, three games after that, I mean, that would mess with anyone's head. And as we know, he was going through enough anyway. So I hope... It gets it get, it gets to a stage where Billy realizes the right way to use him, um, and Drummond's happy to be there. And like you say, that I think that will really get him a, a, a permanent place for the remainder of his contract within the team. Yeah, I mean, just going back to what you said, then like Billy le- needs to learn when to sit him. Mm-hmm. How many times have we say in the live thread, Billy, take him out? Yeah, and he'd leave him in for maybe another two or three plays, and he'd foul or. Mm-hmm. You, know, you just knew when the chaos was getting too much yeah. and it's like Billy sitting but he just he didn't yeah um, a couple of other things that he mentioned in that pod was he was asked about um, Nikola Jokic because obviously they were talking about the finals yeah and they brought up the game where we beat Nuggets and I think we kept him to eight points something mm-hmm. like that well that's what they said anyway 
and that was one of Drummond's best games. And they said, you know, how how is it going up against somebody like that? And he's a bit obviously all basketball players have that self confidence in a way. But he said he knows how to stop him. So they asked him, How is it you stop him? You know, obviously we've seen what your Joker's doing in the finals. It's not easy to stop. No. And he said basically you've got to make him run. He doesn't like running. Because it tires him out. Okay. <laughs> uh, and he's not fast. Whereas Drummond for his size is pretty oh, fast. Quick. Yeah. Um so he said if you can get the ball out quickly as well, he's not back to defend. So you you passed him. Everyone knows Joker's not the best defensive player. And he said, You've got to use your body. You've got to body him, you've got to hit him. Because no player, whoever it is, likes to be constantly hit through a game. Right. And he said, by the third quarter, he's not interested. And he's like, if that's how, he, how you stop him. Although I have know. to say that those tactics do sound vaguely familiar from uh, from the Pistons' Bulls days. <laughs> yeah. And it, it got, kind of goes back to Drummond being that old school style. I suppose, yeah. yeah. Just use your body. It's that kind of mentality, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, obviously, the one thing that kind of got spread out, spread around about it was his sort of message on mental health again. Because they asked him how he was doing, where he's at now. And he said, I think he said he was at like a 6.5, something like that. Okay. Um. But as we spoke about when when it all first came out with it, you got to applaud him for doing it. Yeah. You know, because it did look quite emotional as well in the, in the video. You know, it looked like he was getting a little bit teared up and stuff like that. Um, obviously, it takes a lot for a man to to open up like that, especially so publicly and when you're in the public eye as well. Right. Um but he said, you know, he's he's doing good. He knows how to deal with it now. But it was quite an interesting listen to how he realised he'd got to that point as well. And like you've just said, not playing is going to have an effect on his his mental health in a way. Um, but he said that Billy was one of the most supportive people when it come to it. Yeah. He understood it. He understood him. And it was Billy that's kind of said, you know, don't play if that's so. Well, Billy's known for being a player's coach too, isn't he? So, yeah, I mean, he was quite um, supportive of Billy, um, sort of bigged him up a little bit. So, he wants him to play. Players... <laughs> so the players definitely seem to like Billy, they regardless do. of what you see on the socials or you know, in news reports, whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I mean, if you haven't listened to that episode, I'd, I'd recommend it. He's a good, you know, Drummond seems like a really, I mean, obviously we've spoke to him as well a little bit. Yeah. You know, and like we said before, he's a really chill guy. And the one thing from them workout videos that I took was how big his smile was. Um, Because that's the Drummond we know. Yeah. And kind of a little bit worrying because he had that smile there and nobody knew what was going on. 
True. But it, it looked like a different smile, if that makes sense. Yeah. You know, it doesn't look like he's in a good headspace. And, That's good. you know, like I say, it's what you see in the workout videos that he's doing, he does look like, a, to me, somebody that could start still in the NBA as well. But it is against a lot of nobodies, so. So, yeah, um, that's, that's everything I wanted to cover. I don't know if you've got anything. Uh, nothing else, I don't think, to add on it. I mean, we've uh, pretty much gone over everything that we have. This was the big kind of thing to do tonight, was to get a YouTube video out there and, and get this kicked off and see how it all goes. And, and uh, I think it's gone okay so far. We'll get, guess we'll see what people think. Do let, let us know anyway. I definitely appreciate the feedback on it and um, and uh, hopefully we'll be able to keep them coming. Yeah. And um, I mean, there's pretty much what we've spoke about tonight is in a piece that I did on com, the weekly bulletin that I'm going to try and keep doing um, as long as there's news there, obviously, to, to bring and Kind of gives us a little bit to talk about when we do these podcasts, and because obviously content is a little bit um, not there at the minute. So yeah, um, go check that out as well. See where UK dot com, and let's see anything else. No, I don't think so. I think we're uh, pretty much dried up on what we have to speak about. Really, there's not a lot out there, like you say. But um, we'll see what we can uh, come up with for the next episode. Yeah, so as it stands, we, we plan to be back next week. Um, we will get round to our guest list. Uh, if you want to be on that guest list, then speak to Neil. That's his role. Yeah. And blame him for not getting back to you if you are on that guest list already. <laughs> I've touched base, I think, with everybody. But um, I need to, to go back over and, and give a little knock back uh, at people and let them know that if they want to come on, now's the time. We're, uh, yeah. we're at that point of the, the off-season where we're more than happy to have people on and have them for a chat and try out the new video pod. Yeah, so I've got nothing else. Uh, so as usual, I'll be Matt. You can find me on Twitter at MattCRedUK. You can find us on all the socials at UK and obviously now on YouTube. Yeah. UK. And you can find me on Twitter at NeilCRedUK. Uh, once again, we'd like to thank everybody uh, for listening, watching, tuning in. Uh, do keep leaving all the comments on the socials. And now you have YouTube, another format where you can send us abuse or questions or whatever it is you want to do. Uh, we do love the interaction and we're looking forward to, to even more interaction, hopefully through this uh, this format as well. Uh, do subscribe and give us the all important um, five star reviews uh, or the thumbs up on YouTube. And to check out all of our latest information and get access to our written articles, click on cregeuk.com. Until the next episode, wherever you are in the world, C-Red, go Bulls. Percolator. It's time for the percolator. Percolator.